Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim and Kyle. I have a present for you. Ooh, what is it? Is it something that I recognize? Maybe it might be something that my mom gave to you, or wait, that your mom gave to me last Christmas. Weird. And now I'm giving it to you. Oh, wait, it's not the same one. It's a totally different one. I feel like I've seen that box on TV before. That's weird. (laughs) I'm Kyle, and, you know, my wife has been out of town for a few days, so I can finally get a beer without all them girls around. Oh, them girls. So Uh, annoying. uh, Way to ruin a moment. Yara's so selfish. I mean, all we want to do is go, what did he say? Go balls out? I think he used the, I wrote it down. It was something like, I just want to (laughs) go balls crazy or balls out. I don't even know how you get drunk on Bud Light at sea level, Kim. It doesn't make any sense. Not sure. Uh, Yeah, he said he wanted to go ball out. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, You know, all that bickering. That bickering. The fussing and the fighting and the feuding. This guy. Something else, This guy's amazing. Talmadge is amazing because it seems like he honestly believes that when you're married to someone and you spend every waking moment with them, that it's odd that they might influence your thinking a little bit. That's strange. I I completely reject everything my wife of 10 years says on its face because I don't want her to influence me, Kim. That's how it works. That's marriage. This is so funny on so many different levels because Talmadge... On like in the same breath is like, I just don't know. Like, I feel that Yara has that European influence in on you. And then he's like, <laughs> but I want to go out and party with you all night at the clubs. She's being selfish. It's like, wait a minute. It's not that he's influenced. It's that he has a child now. So he can't go to the club and like snort coke off a stripper's boob till 4 a.m. anymore <laughs> i think yara influences you i miss when we could go out all the time and motorboat strippers in the strip club and spray what? champagne and bud light on them you can't let her make <laughs> the decisions right now she's selfish for wanting to spend time with her mother god forbid someone in a marriage has ideas that's uh that's really the theme of hea oh right Jovi's, I mean, we'll get into this during his section, but he is joking, right? Like about. Uh, I don't know. He seems big mad about this. He's like legitimately mad. And I found myself hating him so much. Like she will do what her husband saith. And I'm like, yeah, I think the mask, the mask is coming off here a bit, isn't it? This is gross. I mean, it's bad. Dude, She just like she hasn't seen her mom in three years. And he's hiding behind that age-old bullshit. She doesn't even consider my feelings. Oh. No, she, she she did, and she discarded them because your feelings are stupid. <laughs> if we could name this episode, it would be the men are very men gaslighting. Sad. Yeah, yeah. that that the women don't consider their feelings. My fifis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, 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 the truth is that all these guys want their women to do what they say. 
That's all it is. And then when they make a different decision, it's my opinions aren't being considered. They're being considered. They're making a different. Your opinions are dumb. Even if their opinions weren't dumb, which they are, I think they are considering their feelings. They're just making the a different choice, which sometimes other people do. Weird. I just what what do you think the over under is on if Yara stays in Europe? I don't think she will. I don't think she will either, and it pisses me off. Like, dude, yeah. she literally just wants to stay in that little German town for a week, hang out with her mom, have brunch with her friend. Like, what she's gonna be sitting in an apartment alone. I think Yara's a thousand percent correct. Jovi does want her like you know, bogged down with two young kids or she can't go anywhere or do anything. I, it's, it's my wife. My wife has been on a work trip for the last five days. And I mean, it was sold as a work trip. It turns out she's been drinking and partying with all of our friends. <laughs> for five she days. should be with her husband. It, I mean, thank you. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> For validating my feelings, my opinion. You, I, you considered my opinion on the matter. No, I mean in reality, I mean I will admit that I have FOMO about it, but I'm not gonna march over to fucking get on a plane and be. You, we have to make decisions as a family. As I mean, well, as soon as she gets back, I'm gonna talk about having a second child. Of course, yeah, for sure. Absolutely because should. that makes sense, and and because I can't have kids, I'm going to see you know if my sister's been poking holes in her fiance's <laughs> condoms, and maybe we can adopt. You know, in a without couple telling years. her, because yeah. sometimes you just decide totally. the child you're going to adopt, and then you inform the parents Kim, of that child. Yeah, Kim, we just tied three storylines together. I don't <laughs> think it's going to get any better than that on this podcast. It definitely isn't. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, and pain. I have been a CBD user for a couple years now because my wife and I are both terrible, terrible sleepers. And the best part about using CBD to help relieve our sleep issues is that you can travel with it. We're on the go. My wife travels a lot for business. We're traveling all over the place, going to see family. And you can bring this stuff on a plane. Our CBD brand is Feels. Feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. It helps naturally reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness, and there's no hangover or addiction. We use Feels new CBD-infused mints for a clear-headed feeling and bonus fresh breath. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you can find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to make sure you get the best use of your CBD. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash cray cray and you'll get 40% off your first three months with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash cray cray to become a member and get 40% automatically taken off your first three months with free shipping. Feels.com slash cray cray. There's really only one storyline that was fun and will be fun to talk about. And that is Kim Bali. Yes. Do you want to do you want to save that for last? Oh God. 
No, I want to talk about it now. I can't <laughs> okay. help. I, like I got to eat the cake first. I this is too good. I laughed wildly and I will tell you I watched the first look and I was texting you and I was like please watch a first look because like I had to talk about the PS5 and I was laughing wildly when that happened and then we didn't even get to the good part yet the good part was that Usman cooked up a whole adoption plan for a kid and Hatton asked his fucking brother about it (laughs) he had no idea this for five years, no we thought that Stephen of Stephen and Olga was the baby stealer. No, Kyle. We have a, oh, no, we have a new king Usman of babies. Is the baby uh, stealer the king of toddler theft? <laughs> he wasn't even stealing that baby. Usman wants to steal a baby. Oh, I don't man. even know if it's a baby. It could be a six-year-old. I have no freaking idea. But this in is in the so preview. Funny in the preview, the kid looks like two two or three maybe but i swear the, in the it's preview, also one of two children in the preview i'm like is this only his second which child one, which one it is it in the preview he you know he's like yeah we want to adopt the kid you know we'll treat him we'll treat him well muhammad <laughs> like the okay there were a lot of people who totally justifiably and understandably reached out and said hey like this isn't Yes, it's funny that they're portraying it this way, but this is this is something that's not com- unheard of at all in, in Nigeria and, and and many other cultures around the world. Yeah. You know, they think about it more like blood is blood, and 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 it's it's more of a community that raises the kids anyway, which I think is great. But you can t- you can tell pretty quickly that Muhammad reacted the way that like you would. <laughs> Which was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he just looks at him like he's completely fucking insane. Basically, he reacted the way that we did on this fucking podcast last week. And I loved it. It was so funny. Because I Kim, I mean, I'm sure we're gonna talk about this next week, but I, I can't fucking wait to talk about this meeting. But oh my god, I'm so Mom, excited for next like, week. If you're going okay, like if you're going to ask your brother to adopt his son because you can't have kids don't do, doesn't it feel like you need to approach that in a very open-ended and passive way like like I, I wouldn't i wouldn't come to my sister and say hey you know i was thinking that i would just adopt your kid <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would it would have you would have to go like you know, listen, I've just wanted a child for so long. And I just want to let you know, we're open. Like, I don't even know how I would say it, but it would be much more like, you know, just putting it out there that we're open to the idea of, you know, we, we just really want to raise a family and, and just, you, you just let probably- me know if, if you want your kids to go to Stanford because I can make that happen. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know how I'd approach it, but you not, would approach hey, it through Usman's mother. I was thinking on, cam- on camera, I brought uh, my fucking fake wife and we're thinking of adopting. We won't, we won't treat them like shit. I promise. I totally promise that. It's so funny. It's so ridiculous. 
In Usman's case, you'd think that he would have like brought it up to his mother, the matriarch of the family, well, and been like, hey, <laughs> could you help me? Like, right. I don't know. Maybe there's another child. Like, I don't know the way that I'm sure that there is a way that these things a, are usually approached. And this put is a not fucking it. fucking bug in his ear first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is just so out of nowhere. It is. I, I don't know if Usman is like mentally unstable or he's just a reality tv <laughs> genius he's, he's reality tv so god dude funny he's like if this is literally like his brainchild uh, he is an entertainment like he's a, genius he's, a, he's amazing i know like after this it's season so funny I, I literally no longer doubt that he could he can be a successful musician because the man no. is a goddamn entertainer he is entertaining me, and he's certainly the only one doing so. So, I mean, Andre, but that's unintentional. And then Jenny, which is also unintentional. So thank you, us men, for making Happily Ever After Season 7 a success as much as it possibly could be. I laughed so hard during this whole thing. The other thing I laughed at, Kyle, was Jamal, first off, wearing Birkenstocks and socks and sweats in the airport. A man after my own oh, my own heart. Never have identified so much. But also, he's like goes on and on and on for like the first three scenes. I'll know if Usman's playing me. I'll yeah. know, I can see past his I fake can sense facade. That. Totally. I can sense if somebody's being genuine. What? A PS5? Oh, this guy's great. <laughs> this guy's a PS5 great. and like a fucked up what? banged up box with no even like packaging materials. Oh it looked, my god. It looked like he look look, they they may have cut this, but it it went from a beat up box to completely unwrapped. And yeah, I, I got a PS5 not that long ago, finally, after talking about it for two years on this show i got one and there's you have to peel off shit there's styrofoam i'm sure there's twist ties there's it's wrapped and packed i, I it looked like the way that they cut it it made it look like it went from beat up box to completely unwrapped and ready to plug in <laughs> it it was so funny and my first thought I'm sure everybody's first thought is that's it. the same one he's re-gifting. And Jamal, it doesn't even seem that it occurs to him. He's like, you know, it's like a full circle because, like, my mom got one for him and now he's getting one for me. No, he did not. Like, Dude, it's the same one. That It's pretty wild that he, like, think, okay, if he re-gifted it, that's, that's kind of crazy. That, that means that his fake relationship with his fake wife's fake son is more important than playing FIFA 21. That's kind of amazing that he would give him the PS5 because those are not easy to get. That's one of the reasons why it's they're easy to get now. But when this was filmed a year ago, it was still a pain in the ass to get them. Much less in fucking ask, Nigeria. Like you can get them now pretty easily i wanted that's what i don't understand is i'm clearly not a gamer like is it hard to get this thing like why is it such a big deal i know they're 500 it's, it's bucks been, it's not even about the price it's about the um it's about a chip shortage since covid oh the chip shortage duh okay i know that so yeah that's just i don't know it was so confusing it it was so funny i laughed so hard like jamal 
I'll know if he's being. I'll know if he's trying to play me. Don't worry, we have plenty of space in our suitcases for this because we brought an entire suitcase of hangers. Okay, let's talk about the freaking <laughs> hangers. What is this? They don't have hangers in Nigeria. <laughs> they don't have them. What? How many clothes do you have to hang up? She had like 30 hangers in there. No, I assumed that she was bringing hangers to gift them to Usman. As, no, she's he, bringing hangers to hang up her oh, clothes. So she's bringing them for her own clothes. Okay. Where where did where do they live? San Diego? Yes. San Diego. I have to I have to look at um Why do you flight? have to I mean look, bring a couple hangers for nice things, but you really just can't live with you have a, get a fucking iron then if you're so worried I know. about yeah. I just I wanna know like it feels like they are flying to Nigeria. It feels like Jamal's there five days and she's there a week. And it's not like if they lived in New York, I think it'd be a lot shorter flight. This is a very long trip for 50 hangers in like five days. It's really strange. Who packs hangers? Dude, for take themselves. a carry on. I literally thought, I mean, I misinterpreted this because I literally thought she was bringing hangers to Jamal or uh, to uh, Usman because they just don't have hangers in Nigeria. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, they don't have many. They don't have many. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can go to the market and buy hangers. Like, Yeah, I don't think there's a global hanger shortage. But is she making it out to be like it's a cultural thing? They don't hang up their clothes there? I don't know. I think she was – I took it to mean like when I go to the hotel, they'll have like three hangers and a little armoire. And I don't have enough hangers to hang up my stuff. I know. It's like in the United States too. You go to a holiday and they have five hangers. Yeah, maybe an Airbnb. Yeah. If you're traveling for a week, how many freaking hangers do you need? So bizarre. It's a 24-hour trip at a minimum. Yeah. From San Diego to to Lagos. Oh, man. Um, so I, I, one other thing I found really odd, now that Kim Bali is more open to this uh, adoption thing, like, of course, because of course she is. Because just like everything else, she went from fuck no to totally on board. Open, yeah, it's completely open to it. And she's like, well, we're just going to see if we have a connection. And I'm like, how are you going to decide that you have a connection with a fucking child after, after it's it's like a one or two year old kid? The kid's going to do what the kid does. You barely. you want it to just be a fucking do a little dance number for you? Do you want it to perform on command so that you like it? What are you talking about that you have a connection? You're not going to the fucking pound to pick up a puppy. Jesus, it's so bizarre the way that she talks about this. So does that imply that if you, quote, don't have a connection with this one-year-old fucking toddler that you're going to say, no, we're not adopting you? <laughs> what the fuck does this mean? You're gonna have a lot of other people saying no before they you know, are. But we yeah, flew no, out I know to Nigeria mean. to. I brought my son to meet the kid, but you know what? Jamal thought the kid looked at him cockeyed. So fuck you. <laughs> Enjoy your life in the fucking dirt. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is so bizarre. I know it really you're, is. You're not like going child shopping. Like, what's the criteria to make you accept a she connection? 
she made it sound, I mean, Kimberly did caveat this with, I want to make sure that Mahadi feels comfortable with us and that I don't look like some crazy white lady. The kid probably can't even fucking talk yet. I I know. We have no idea. It looks like Mahadi. Mahadi could be like four. I don't even know based on the preview. (laughs) How funny would it be, Kyle, if we showed up and Mahadi's like 12? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't really want to go to uh, California. And he's like, well, like, I had a fucking PS5 until a week ago, <laughs> so I guess I'm leaving. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. It's just- Fuck you, dad and uncle. <sighs> oh gosh, I mean, I. What else? Ugh. Let's talk about the airport <laughs> greeting. Jamal is cringing <laughs> so hard, and I, we, uh, we would all be Jamal. I mean, it's so awkward. And this is his first time out of the country. He says, and he's happy to be in the motherland. How did you feel of about Kimberly calling Nigeria her second home? She's been there for a week and a half, I think, in total. <laughs> she didn't even go to Nigeria the first time. She went to Tanzania. <laughs> I know. She's been there oh my God, one so fu- funny. She's been there one fucking time. Maybe she's two. She spent like know. more time in Zanzibar than she has in Nigeria. Yes. yes. <laughs> Wait, Kyle, is it possible that she thought she was in Nigeria the first time? <laughs> Perhaps. It's no it's possible. It's, this is so they're they're like running in the highway. Oh, it feels like home. Shut up. Yeah, I know. And uh as I, I would love to drop Kimberly at the airport in Lagos and see if she could find her way to where does he live? Sokoto? See if she could find her way there. That's a huge country. That's that's a it's massive. That's a, that's yeah. a long trip. <laughs> she you knows she probably doesn't she doesn't fly to Lagos. She flies to the other city. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, what else? Uh, Jamal eating all the food. I respect it. However, first off, Kimberly and Usman should buy stock in this hotel because they basically live here part time. Well, the food looks good. The 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 food looks good, but why didn't they go out somewhere? Why are they like bringing weird silver trays into the coffee table? Kim, did you forget your own rant from a, from a week ago? They just flew for like 27 hours. Oh, yeah. This is such a nice gesture. You need to write your rants down. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Oh, that's so nice. It's so nice you did that for them. (laughs) They were hungry, too. Jamal makes the weirdest comments, though. He's like, oh, you know, it's like we're eating as a family. He's, um... Really? Well, he tasted that food in the quote motherland, and he's he's open to he's open to new experiences. And That's great. you know, you just need you need just a little something though to push that relationship to the next level and really start to build trust between a potential future family member. And what is that? What is that potential, Kim? Oh, that poten- it's clearly video game console. The only thing, got to blindfold the man. You got to bring out a it not even worked. wrapped gift. It would have worked for me. 
Kim, we've known each other a long time, and I feel like we're close friends. But and I've never you, given there, you a PS Five. You had so many opportunities to really take our relationship to the next level, and you just chose not to. And that's okay. I've learned to live with that. You know, we just have a different level of trust than Usman and yeah. Jamal. They're just more we connected. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we've already kind of talked about the PS Five. I I thought this was like the funniest thing ever. I hope that production. This was absolutely regifted, but in the small chance that it wasn't, I hope the production sourced this and like put it in this weird plastic. The totally. fact that Jamal had to have a pocket knife to even open it is <laughs> fucking hilarious. So good. Um, also, I, I really enjoyed J- Jamal comes out and says, you know, I I don't I, I feel like you don't like me and I don't know what's going on here. Or no, Usman says that. And and Jamal says, well, she's just been screwed over so many times. And Usman's response so to that. So many men have really screwed over my mom. My mom is a fucking idiot. And I just want to make sure that. So he, he, I just loved his response. His response is basically like, well, we've been together a year and a half. I mean, come on. You'd, you'd find out <laughs> if I was an asshole by now. I'm like, because, yeah, we saw it on the last tell all. Yeah. The only thing you can say to yourself is that you have avoided a complete and total breakup. You've only broken up four or five times, but you know, <laughs> I'm clearly really not funny. an asshole. We're still in a relationship. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh my God. It's so good. I, this, I mean, this next scene is hilarious too, because Usman's like, I need Jamal to meet my friends. It's really, really important. These are such special friends to me. And they're two people that we have never met before. Giant and KB. Well, we've Kimberly's met KB. like, I don't even know these people. We've, we've met, met KB? K- yes. Because because <laughs> husband's like, yeah, he was there when you threw a milkshake at me. Oh, That's oh yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. The milkshake guy. So this scene starts off new, fucking... Though. I feel like we've met Giant, but Kimberly hasn't. We, I recognize does, this guy. Yeah, Giant, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Maybe <laughs> so, I think Giant was one of the original roommates of us men like three oh, seasons ago. right. That sounds that I think sounds we met right. him back in Baby Girl Lisa territory. Okay. Yeah, so he's he's seen some things. The, this poor so, man. So this this third scene starts off hilarious because of all the friends that they're going to meet, they're going to meet one that has never seen Kimberly, and the other one has only seen her for 10 minutes, and she became violent right away. Great. Oh, Good God. times. Here's my son. Nice to meet you. I will say this archery game looked really fun. It was like suction cup archery or something. I didn't really understand it. Jamal shoots the bow like a slingshot. Like yeah. it's like he doesn't know how to like rest it on his shoulder and it really cracked me up. I think KB is the guy that has multiple wives and was kind he of is. explaining how yeah. it really works to her and that's kind of that triggered her big time. So funny. Um so this is when Usman divulges <sighs> the information. He's like, "Yeah, I think you know uh, you know Giant and KB are telling Jamal it's really important that Usman has a kid, you know, and Jamal yeah. and Usman are like, well, we have figured that out. You know, we're going to, we got this. We ha- I have this nephew, Mahadi. I love him so much. I just really want to adopt him. 
And Giant confirms that this is like a pretty normal thing in Nigeria. And Kimberly at least looks like she just seems like relatively cognizant about what this looks like. Like she says, I have in quotes, a crazy white lady that's coming over to steal their child, which ironically is exactly <laughs> what she looks like in hindsight because. Yes. Ma- and then Usman is like, well, Muhammad doesn't know about the plan yet. And they're all like, what? Every single person there is like, I'm sorry. What? 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 I laughed. I Ugh. had to pause. I had to rewatch this. I laughed I can't so hard. Cannot fucking believe they didn't know. <laughs> And it's like, what? We're going to ask him. What's the big deal? It is so funny. Muhammad did not suggest this. Muhammad doesn't even know that Usman has been proposing this to Kimberly on television to Matt Sharp Productions to Kimberly's son. Nothing. And oh, my God. He's like, well, what? If Muhammad doesn't know, what does it matter? Like, I need to talk you into it first, and then we'll tell Muhammad. Jamal's like, this is so messed up. I don't even want to be a part of this. I'm so freaked out. I can't believe I left the United States for the first time for this shit. Kimberly's even mad. She's like, I flew all the way over here to meet this kid. And like, you what? <laughs> oh gosh, it's so good. That's really good. Um, uh, d- are we are we done? Yeah, I'm I mean, talking about blows, them. Okay. Blows everything else we got out of the water here. <laughs> I I don't know what else to even talk about after. For a really long time, I had the intention of starting a meditation practice, but it just seemed really time consuming and really daunting. There's so many tools out there, and where does one know how to start? I wanted to realize all the wonderful health benefits of meditation, especially sleeping better and just feeling calmer, but I didn't know where to start, and all of the tools and apps felt really complicated. Then I started listening to this daily podcast called Meditation for Women. It's free. You can subscribe to it wherever you get podcasts, and the episodes usually range from like a 10 to 15 minute daily meditation. And sometimes there's an hour long like sleep sounds or nature relaxation episode, which I listen to at bedtime. The shorter episodes, I just listen to immediately when I get up in the morning. What I love about this podcast is that it's easy and it completely removes any decision making. I've tried all the apps personally, and I'll tell you that there are so many meditations to choose from, but for me, I get easily overwhelmed. And isn't that like the opposite of the point of the meditation in the first place? The Meditation for Women podcast makes it so easy. I just subscribe to the podcast and now there's a new episode in my feed every day. So I just hit play. And Katie's voice, Katie's the host, is so soothing and there's really nice music. It's just a really lovely, easy daily practice to incorporate into my day. I love that there is no decision making or thinking involved. I just click play. Since using this podcast to start a meditation practice, I have realized the health benefits that I was hoping to. I feel calmer and I really rely on it during stressful times. Like, for example, the holiday season or when things are really kicking into gear at work. So follow Meditation for Women now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Start listening for free today. Just search Meditation for Women on your favorite podcast app, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, perhaps, and follow. 
you can also click the link that I have in the show notes. That's the Meditation for Women podcast. Subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, everyone, it's the holiday season, which means you're going to be spending a lot of time with your families. And if your family is anything like mine, you're going to hear a lot of those family stories over and over again. We love to hear these stories, but we've heard them too many times sometimes. If you're looking for a really unique and wonderful gift for some of your family that loves to tell these stories over and over again, and you want to give them something to help document these timeless stories, you can get them StoryWorth. It can be challenging to write an entire book of life memories, but StoryWorth makes it fun and easy. This is how anyone can write a book about their life. Every week, StoryWorth will email your loved ones a single life-related question that you pick from the collection, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done? Or what's the farthest you've traveled? And all they have to do is reply with a story. Then, after a year, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories, memories, and even photos into an exquisite hard-covered book, creating a valued keepsake. A lot of families have told me they've created a holiday tradition around this keepsake, bringing it out every holiday season to reread the stories and look at the photos, especially when they can't be with their loved ones around the holidays. Millions of stories have already been told with StoryWorth because they make it the process so simple. Get started with your loved ones for the holidays, and before you know it, you'll both be cherishing those timeless stories for generations to come. I know I love rereading the stories about my dad's hippie days and the accompanying photos of him in bell bottoms. Help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash cray today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash cray to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash cray cray. Uh, hey, did you know that Shida wants a baby? What? And Bilal doesn't? And Bilal's no. bad? And Bilal's mean? I can't believe Bilal? it. Bilal? No. I can't believe it. The big question is, Kyle, what has Shida done for Bilal? Because what have you he done for me lately? Everything for her. What has, I mean, way to ruin <laughs> a moment, Shida. We were just God. on a romantic helicopter, and now you're talking uh, about this thing that's never done. And man, he only wanted to talk. He does say one thing that's true. She only wants Which, one thing. <laughs> that, that is true. And guess what? She didn't forget about the baby while she was on the helicopter. What? A bit of the helicopter just shaking around didn't make her forget. I can't believe it. <laughs> this is the other funny thing. Yutrice, the way that she frames this decision is like, you got to give him an ultimatum, give it nine months. If he doesn't change his mind, you choose the baby or do you choose the marriage? And Shida's like, I choose the baby. I'm like, what baby? If your marriage ends, where's the you know, baby coming from? Are we going yeah. to the sperm bank? Like, where, where is the, uh, where is option B here that you divorce Bilal and choose baby? Like, where are you getting the baby if you leave your husband? I'm so confused. She would have to wait for her green card, too. Because. Yeah. As she wants to stay in the U.S., she might want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why so has dumb. nobody talked about Shida freezing her eggs? She's, I feel like, like if you this want to buy up, time, freeze yeah. eggs. 
I feel like this has come up in the Facebook group and the general consensus was that it's expensive and at her age, it's low probability. You need to do it when you're like 19. No, she's not that old. People freeze their eggs all the time at 37, 36, 38. Okay. That's just what I mean. I mean, I, they're I'm right. Not, she's I'm not get a viewer. I'm not an accountant. Yeah, I'm not an accountant either, but I, I know people that have done this in their late 30s. Yeah, it's harder for sure. That would be a knife in the back. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, Bilal wants to have experiences before he dies a horrible death of being a father again. <laughs> so it's time for Waste Her Time 2022. Let's go on a fucking helicopter ride. Um, sure. Uh, he, he, he feels like this- he's not appreciated. Like, ultimately, <laughs> what's happening here is I, I do think that Bilal is just trying to have super fun times to get her to not think about it but it's not gonna work yeah it's i mean it's clearly not i think that Bilal wouldn't be doing i I just don't buy that he's this super romantic shida has tried to convince us for two years that he's this sweet genuine romantic guy and I just don't see that. Of course, there's an edit to the show. We all understand that. But he seems like I just feel like every single thing he does that's nice, there's an agenda behind it. Yeah. And it's to get her to stop talking about babies. Yeah. <clears throat> he just this is what's so irritating. He's like, I'm the consistent one. I've been constant in my timeline. Shida's pretty consistent. Too. I'm like, Shida's consistent, but also like she's right. She's like yeah, I was willing to wait a little bit longer until I went to this fertility doctor right. and he told me that I have a very low chance and that we should get the doctor told them verbatim, you should get started right away. She's like, then I shift my expectation based I, on new information. Right. I have new information and I make adjustments. The, uh, who would have thought? Who would have thought? It's just so irritating to me that he, like, dismisses that and, like, tries to come off as the hero for being consistent. And she's like, no, but actually you're an idiot because, like, we got new information and you didn't change anything about your timeline. I like how ultimatum is this really, really bad word now. I know. It's it's funny to me that that show, The Ultimatum, didn't help. Oh, (laughs) that show was great. why is it so I don't know it's like the word intrinsically is so evil to guys like Bilal but all it means is it's it's almost like she's just she's just laying down a boundary which is I want a baby you don't that's kind of a deal breaker and I think it's fine like, I have an ultimatum my ultimatum is don't uh, go sleep with a bunch of guys. Don't like, is stab that, me. Is that, yeah. yeah. Don't stab in me my in my sleep. sleep. <laughs> You're giving me an ultimatum. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's it's something that was in your fucking prenup. <laughs> I know. I know. You know, bullshit or not. Um, but he just, he looks so fucking furious when she basically responds, well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of an ultimatum. Our relationship will end 
if you don't try to put a baby in there. And he just, he, and he just, he does that silent fury look. Oh, he's that, so mad. When they're walking yeah. around Central Park and she's like three steps behind him, <laughs> Lala's <laughs> so pissed. You can tell. And Utrees. I just um, fucking hate her. Yeah. She's like, Utrees, like, Shida needs to find a new best friend. <laughs> she's awful. <laughs> she's like, oh, well, stop taking your birth control. And Shida's like, I don't take birth control. He wears like, a he's condom. He's wearing condoms. And she's like, she acts like this is so scandalous. It's so he's funny. evil. Condoms are evil. What? What the fuck was this reaction? But then it she tells been... him, like, she needs to have a baby with him anyway. I'm like, if he's I, evil. Well, first of all, I, first of all, if he's the one wearing protection, that, <laughs> I feel like that is so much less problematic than her being on birth control. Yeah. Right? Because like, he's the one taking the action to prevent it until he is ready to, <laughs> I mean, that, that, I, I feel like that has to, has to dispel this spread and loys that he's got a vasectomy. There is yeah. no man that would pretend no to man. wear a condom ever, ever, ever. It will never happen. He hasn't had a fucking vasectomy. He has not. But her reaction to that is like, he's evil. It's like, it would be evil, I guess, if he was wearing an invisible condom that Shida wasn't aware <laughs> of. But I think she fucking knows. And she she keeps calling yeah. it male contraception. I think oh she's trying God. to make it sound so more. Weird. I think she's like trying to make him sound so sinister. And it just sounds so weird. I know. He's wearing male contraception. <laughs> It's really what? funny, Kyle. It's, is this a fucking secret? This is such a fucking strange scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't understand if you trees is suggesting trick, that. Like, don't trick people into having a baby. Don't do that. <laughs> How do you don't want to be fucking Muhammad? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Your it's son like, was in his lap when Usman asked. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two kids. Kylie only has oh, two kids. You think about this, like when people are giving us feedback oh. about, oh yeah, this happens all the time in Nigeria and in other African cultures. Like one, God. you know, one family within the family can't have kids so they you know transfer one child but it's usually when they have a lot of kids muhammad has two kids <laughs> it's so funny okay sorry um anything else about Bilal and shida no this episode is sponsored by better help you know, every time the holiday season rolls around, I really wish that there were some sort of life user manual that I could refer to when dealing with difficult family situations. BetterHelp Online Therapy is basically the next best thing. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, becoming a parent, that was also a big one for me, or just navigating family drama around the holidays. 
Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. You know, therapy has really helped me, uh, especially around the holidays. I tend to uh, to definitely make sure that I, I'm carving out that time for therapy and, and also the transition into becoming a parent. I found that any big life change where I just need to talk through it with an independent party, uh, therapy has been really helpful. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, and it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash cray cray. That's BetterHelp, B E T T E R H E L P dot com slash cray cray. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast and this episode. All right, let's hit this super quick one scene. They're really saving this to blow their load. And like, okay, look, this is episode 15. I feel like what when are we going to see the conclusion of this episode 18? By the way, like, Kyle always right about the Libby and Andre therapy scene. I don't even that's not even next week. That's episode 16 uh, next week. We're clearly not getting family therapy based on the preview. They're going to stretch I'm, this out. We're not going to see this shit until January. They've been teasing this since episode 5. I know we talk about the number of episodes all the time and we're always wrong. But I swear to God, we have not covered a season that was more than 16 episodes. No, not on HEA. episodes. Not on or HEA. Any no. season. There was a season of Toe that was that many episodes, but it was only one hour. There were only time. one hour. Yeah. And this, I'm not including tell-alls. I'm just including straight like episode numbers. This is, this is going to like episode 20. If it goes to the 20s, I'm, I'm boycotting. <laughs> okay. So submit, we see like one tiny scene where jenny is like i i swear to god jenny's hoping this whole thing's gonna go poorly so that she has an excuse to take submit to america without a fight which i mean is kind of fair (laughs) like yeah i know that it's like look submit doesn't want to go it's super clear he just doesn't want to he has no desire he wants to fix things it's it's dumb kind of in that respect on its face because he just doesn't want to he's going to be miserable um, he's not going to have any kind of life in fucking Palm Springs. At least in India, he now has friends. He's working at a business, maybe sort of <laughs> invested he, he in. I don't know. He's like a partner, like Liz, apparently, or some shit. I don't know <laughs> fucking what's going on. But he has family that pretend to tolerate him. A couple people. So and. I just don't think he's going to be happy in Palm Springs. He just won't because... I don't think so either. Yeah. And again, this marriage falls apart the second nobody cares. The second that nobody cares about their relationship, they're breaking up. You're so right. They have to be fighting against something. Yeah. Um, so the, or, or each other. They have to be fighting yeah. each other or someone else. So I think the whole move into America thing is bullshit. But I feel like it is fair for her... To say, if you're saying to me 
that not only do you not accept us, but literally the entire society rejects our relationship, I think it's fair for her to say, well, I guess we should probably go somewhere else. Yeah, I don't feel and that's like what, that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's what's so frustrating about this whole dinner is like, Samit correctly is worried that Christina and Jen aren't we'll going to be <laughs> yeah. level-headed with his family. I'm yeah. surprised that the the brother and the sister-in-law show up in addition to the father. Like, Well, these people love their, their Indian Ikea gift cards they get. That's true. I mean... Oh, surprise, surprise. Mom's not there. She doesn't feel well. She's yeah. still stressed out because of Samit's marriage. She, she had her uh, seventh bout of horrible diarrhea. <laughs> she had a navel displacement. And like Christina opens up like this is like some presentation at a expo or something. <laughs> She's like, first off, I want to thank you for coming here today. But I would like you, you know, to understand. <laughs> Why don't we you get to know us as a family and hear about what we have to offer, the happiness that you might see? It's like, who are you? Like, why are I, you talking to them yeah. this way? So I my theory is that um what's her what's her partner's name? Jen. Uh Jen. My theory is that Jen knows her. And that Jen was like, listen, you're gonna lose your fucking shit unless we have some talking points. Yeah. But they but they overprepared. Yeah, it sounds fake. And and again, Jen and Christina, Jen the daughter-in-law and Christina the daughter are completely missing the mark as is Jenny like they are not understanding Summit's family side of it at all. They're like, "Well, look into your hearts. It's not about their hearts. It's about society." They make that so clear and Christina doesn't acknowledge that she understands that at all still. She's like, we just don't understand how you can't accept this and how you can't open your heart. And the father's like, you don't understand the harassment that we are enduring. We're getting phone calls day in, day out. We're shunned by society. We're uninvited from the social circles that we're in. And they don't ever address that head on. They're just like, we just don't understand how you can't accept this into your heart and see the love. He's like, that's not what it is. It's yeah, society. They're, they're they're applying their own experience to this situation. Which it, which when, I think that most viewers probably do the same thing. Yeah. Of, you know, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I I was just saying if you're Jenny, you, there's no possible way that she's going to be able to internally None of these people that are Americans there are going to be able to really internalize and empathize with the situation that his parents are in. They just can't. Totally. They're not going to be able no. to do it because you have to be raised in that type of society to understand it. But I think that from Jenny's perspective, I mean, look, her father and her mom many times have told them literally the entire society rejects you. Yeah. So what is she supposed to do with that information? No, leave, I know. Leave, submit, and yeah. leave, or leave and take him to the United States. I'm, that's it. That's it. Or I guess yeah. stay and just accept. And, and There's three options. This stay and accept your fate, and yeah. the family is going to disown you, it, and you won't have any friends. Accept that submit will always try to do this all the time. Try yeah. to reconcile constantly. And you have to deal with the hatred and disgust and the rejection of everyone around you. You'll never have fucking friends. And you'll be stuck being a human Roomba for the rest of your fucking life. You can't even buy broccoli. Like, <laughs> it's 
second choice, go to America. Samit will be miserable. He'll miss his family constantly. He'll want to go back. He'll have no career prospects. I mean, he might, he might be able to get work in the States. And then the third option, what was the third option? Oh, Jenny breaks up with Samit and goes home on her own. I, I have been very adamant in that I think that that's what she should do. I don't think love is enough. Um, I think that, yeah, they love each other. Okay, great. You're going to be miserable. Yeah. There, we just went over the options. There's no good option. You both are miserable in both options that you have if you stay together. The Why thing, would the, you do that? It's funny. Like, you're... You know, we keep talking about how none of the Americans can really understand their position, but it's it's a tough kind of ships in the night type of thing, I think, because it is not on his dad to really like lay out the differences between Indian and American society. Like he shouldn't have to do that. But when he says stuff like the neighbors are calling us to an American. You're thinking who fucking cares? Yeah, I know. It's true. That, like, are you, are you 10? Who gives a fucking shit? What even, even if he said our relatives, he, he said like our relatives call in my head, I'm thinking, I don't care about that either. <laughs> like literally, unless it's my parents, Every single other person in my family's opinion on anything is beyond irrelevant to me. But, <laughs> so, so, but like, but to him, that means so much more. Yeah. But how is he supposed to explain that to them at a 45 minute dinner? It's, and he shouldn't have to, he, look, well, not only does he shouldn't have to do that, but he doesn't even know that he has to, I think, explain that. This is just, just so it just sounds it just sounds so silly to an American that that's the reason why you would make your son's life miserable. So it's just community. There's there's communication, lack of understanding, lack of empathy, lack of lack of intelligence all around. Yeah, I agree with you. I would just say, like, it's really frustrating to see how easily and joyfully like Jenny and her daughter, like love Indian culture the way that they see no, they it like, the like with their, their food and their clothes you know yeah. oh we just love India it's they like, like well like Bollywood but you haven't like actually tried to understand anything about the way that the society right. actually functions and I don't know I could see that being really frustrating for Samit um yeah, Jenny, of, of, of all scene. of the three Americans at this table, Jenny, more than anyone, should at least, from an outsider's perspective, understand it by now. She can't even buy broccoli again. Like, I, like this woman hasn't left her house. She lives, she lives in a literal bubble of her home and leaves all occasionally <laughs> when, when chaperoned by Samit. We have no idea what she does except fuck the shit out of Submit, literally. That's all we know. <laughs> she doesn't even interact with any other humans. It's like kind of sad. The doctor said that he get diarrhea from being mounted after yoga class. <laughs> We're just going to have to move to Palm Springs. It's a... <laughs> It's a dry heat there, at least. 
God. Well, we can live off of my $600 Social Security. (laughs) Don't you want to sleep on Christine's couch? (laughs) I really feel like Christina and Jen like bought a camper or a tiny home or something and are driving around. I think I saw something like that on Instagram. So I don't think Jenny even has a spot on her couch, but she has two other daughters (laughs) that are too preempted that shit. Yeah, two other daughters are too ashamed oh, to be on the show. Oh, no. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Uh, we sold our house and we live in a camper. Oh, you can't move in with <laughs> us. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. All right. <sighs> I wish she, I, I want to see more of this family blow up dinner, and I feel like it's going to take us a couple weeks to get there. It makes me very angry. Overall, I thought this episode had some really funny parts to it, but it also had a lot of nothing, so... Yeah, you know, I the I don't care how I don't care if Screen Rant says this entire storyline is fake as fuck as we know it is. It makes me very happy oh, that he didn't so fucking good. ask Mohammed. That <laughs> just makes me so happy. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh God. Oh, um. All right. Yeah. Go happy happy holidays. Go regift some PS fives. <laughs> Go to realitycraycray.com if you want a lot more content. On our documentary podcast, we're going to be talking about FIFA Uncovered. And I'm sh- we're going to try to get that out just before the final game. <laughs> to make you really hate we yourself are. for watching. Yeah. Yep. So uh, uh, it's some bummer material, but it's important. And I think it's interesting. So yeah. Um. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Check out our sponsors. Everything's in the show notes. And I will be back next week with episode 16. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, guys. guys. Bye. (laughs)